Dear Diary, Today I woke up at 7 a.m., stretched for 20 minutes and made myself an egg white and spinach omelet with two pieces of wheat toast and the last of the margarine. Watched the news on KTLA for 15 minutes. Got a story about a possible teacher strike. Afterwards I took a shower and got dressed. White buttoned down J.C. Penny's shirt, tan Docker's pants. Grabbed my gym bag and went into the office to pick up some new brochures. Told my supervisor I had a sales call in Torrance, but instead drove three hours to Bakersfield and murdered a man named Phil Testaleon. Phil's house was located in a tract of small and inelegant homes built in the 1950s. Two bedrooms, one bath, 1,200 square feet, including one car garage, all perched atop less than a quarter acre of land. Original brick exterior, 20-year-old aluminum windows. Why people don't replace those awful things is beyond me. Roof that appears to have last been shingled more than a decade ago. Chain-link fence in the front. Old picket fence in need of a coat of paint on the south side belonging to the neighbors. Slightly bent screen door. Lock already broken. Schlage doorknob lock with two deadbolts on the front and two on the back door leading out into the yard behind the house. Grass was freshly cut, possibly yesterday. I love that smell. A rusted and forgotten swing set idols near the fence, made back when they used to build them out of steel and not plastic. Right next to a dirty and spider-infested pile of firewood. It was almost 2 p.m. when I got there. I circled the block and saw nobody, which was exactly what I was expecting since in the weeks I'd been casing Phil's house. Nothing in this neighborhood had changed. A few doors down, the one house on the street for sale still had the same sign on the lawn. And someone, please tell me why the hell do realty whores think they need to put their mugshot on everything? Sheesh. Three blocks away, I parked on the street with several other cars near the Vons Market on Henderson. In the back seat, I took the gray meter reader's coverall out of my gym bag and put it on. It's a bit looser after I dropped those five pounds. Surgical gloves. I slipped into my pocket. Because there was no need, I didn't bother appearing to be checking meters until I was on Phil's block. And with the hat pulled down on my head and those fake eyeglasses... I was nobody. I once read somewhere that the whole idea when they designed these uniforms was to make the wearer invisible. Should have thought of getting one of these outfits sooner, but what can you do? Live and learn. At Phil's house I made it into his backyard by hopping over the gate when nobody was looking. One scary moment. I caught my leg on the top of the fence and slightly ripped the coverall quickly checked the fence for fibers and my leg to see if I was bleeding. Luckily no on both, but decided I should seriously consider dropping another five pounds. With no one home and both neighbors at work, it took me less than a minute to pry one of the flimsy aluminum windows with a screwdriver. As I got it open, I thought of the combined four deadbolts on both doors and had to stifle a small laugh. I pulled myself into the second bedroom, once inside tried to take in the aroma of Phil's house, but was denied the home's natural scent. 
by way of a Glade plug-in air freshener trying to convince me summer lilacs smell like something from Dow Chemical. I'm almost convinced people are so accustomed to what's fake that they prefer it to the real thing. I mean, when the fuck have you ever had grape soda that actually tasted like grapes? <laughs>